get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. And welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. It's Friday. Hope you're out there again getting ready for a fantastic weekend. It'll be a great football weekend for sure. 
uh, again, to get out there and, again, enjoy um, our great city. And as I say all the time, support our local businesses. Uh, if you're going out this weekend, you're doing some shopping, shop at the local uh, shops. If you're heading out to, again, um, a, a, a bar room or a club, then, again, make it a local club or a bar room. If you're heading out to a, a restaurant, make it a local restaurant, okay? So, again, um, I'm telling you, folks, uh, let's keep uh, let's keep this this economy rolling here in the in the in the city and in the, in the metropolitan area by supporting our local businesses and no better time than on the weekends when you want to go out and maybe uh, unwind a bit uh, again support our local businesses. Um, remember, you can listen to our program at 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, NashFM106.com, uh, EricAsher.com. Also, again, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Hey, just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Uh, at, Eric on, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms. Join the conversation. I'm sure, again, I will be uh, very vocal and uh, opinionated this weekend as the as the games kick off and uh, of course don't forget about the award-winning inside new orleans sports tonight nine o'clock on pelican sports television 10 o'clock on wle also saturday morning at 2 a.m on the do saturday afternoon at 5 p.m on pelican sports television it's already up on our social media platforms and it's at the wle tv youtube page it'll be on our website ericasher.com by the end of the weekend and of course we thank renee nato and also gary smith for their contribution great show with both those guys and we go back to the original format of a reporter's roundtable. That's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Today on the program, of course, is the William Grant family to still this Friday extravaganza. Uh, Mike Vazan will join us at uh, 4.15. We'll have him for the first hour of the program, as we always do, uh, from Fazano Football Podcast and blog. Also, Glenn Gilbo, LSU B-Tweet of Outkick.com. Uh, he will join us in the program at 5.30. And uh, looking forward to talking to Glenn uh, about what's going on in the SEC, what's happening with the Saints. Also, we'll talk about, we'll touch on Tulane as well. We'll do all that uh, with Glenn Gilbo at uh, 5.30 this afternoon. Again, today's program is brought to you by, again, our fantastic friends over at uh, William Grant, fifth-generation Scottish family distiller. Uh, again, um, uh, also uh, a, a distiller of fine spirits uh, uh, that are award-winning. Hendrix Gin, Malago Tequila, Reiko Vaca, hottest spirits on the market. Hey, don't forget about Hendrix Neptunia Gin, only out for a short period of time. It'll be here until March 2023. Uh, so, again, if uh, you're out in your favorite spirit store, remember those brands. But, again, if you're a uh, scotch drinker, an award-winning scotches are on the table for you from William Grant. Uh, Glen Fittick Scots Whiskey, the Balvini Scots Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scots Whiskey. Also, don't forget about Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. Uh, if you love Irish whiskey, we got with the Irish drink. It's Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, set, second largest selling Irish whiskey in the world. Of course, uh, Drambouille is part of our liqueur um, um, uh, portfolio, and uh, you cannot make a rusty nail without Drambouille. We all know that, right? Uh, you love rum? How about, again, a, uh, a Sailor Jerry rum and also Florida kind of Nicaraguan rum? Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana. Uh, this incredible give back has been going on now for years. Uh, George Loriana, Republic Beverage, and, of course, William Grant uh, and, and our friends at Sailor Jerry rum. Uh, a portion of every bottle sold in Louisiana goes to the Gott Foundation. Uh, and taking care, again, those who have who've taken care of us, those who have served our country, active military members, retired military members and their family. They are eligible, again, for uh, funding for living expenses, mortgage payments, rent, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. They need basic family needs. The Gott Foundation is there for them. Over $200,000 in financial aid given out. 
uh, since 2012. And, of course, you can continue to help by giving directly at www.gotourtruths.org or, again, reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. Hey, you're a bourbon drinker? Fistful of bourbon whiskey, Hudson, Hudson bourbon whiskey. Uh, I'll ground out the portfolio of William Grant. Independent family distiller since 1887 and just quality products up and down the line. Uh, when it comes to William Grant, oh, so many award-winning. And I've said you before, I've told you before, as you go up on the portfolio uh, on, on these fine spirits, uh, the, the the flavor fr- profiles change uh, based on again aged and cast, how how they were prepared, uh, and it, it, just to get into it and learn the minutia of it is fun, but it's even more fun to taste it and to enjoy it. Get out there and enjoy William Grant, independent family distillers since 1887, and, and again, the proud, proud products as part of their portfolio. All right, a uh, lot to talk about. Of course, the Saints at home taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, this will be obviously for first place in the division. Uh, this, this is a big game for the Saints. Uh, coming off again, a um, uh, the greatest comeback and fourth quarter comeback in history and really laying an egg for the first three quarters against the um, Atlanta Falcons. Um, I'm going to talk a lot about it in the, in the second hour as we get, as we kick it off there. Uh, the Tigers, and it really all three teams are stepping up in class this week. Uh, you know, with, again, uh, Tampa Bay coming to town, Mississippi State coming into Baton Rouge, and then Tulane heading out to Manhattan, Kansas, and taking on Kansas State. So uh, we're going to find out a lot. I say it's a litmus test weekend for the teams. Uh, you know, how, are the Saints for real? Can they contend for a playoff spot? I believe they can. I believe they can win the division. I believe they can be in the NFC Championship game if they are healthy. they got to play better than they did last week. If they play like they did in the fourth quarter last week, <laughs> that's no issue going forward. We'll see how it, how it, how it works out against a, 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 a Tampa Bay team that you know they've read the press clippings, they know they've been dominated in the regular season, and they want to do something about it. We'll break it down as we go forward in, in today's program for you. LSU? Again, stepping up in class with Mississippi State. It's an SEC team. Uh, you know, can this team that had 39 scholarship players and ultimately had to go to the transfer portal uh, and also, again, bring recruits in and a lot of guys that, again, are starting that maybe, again, wouldn't be starting for this team uh, if, you, if, if, let's say, Kelly had a couple of recruiting classes uh, under his belt. But you got to, you know, go, go to war with the guys you got. And this, this defense backfield will be tested. Uh, again, the offensive line will be tested by, again, a, a true SEC defensive line. Uh, there's no doubt LSU has the skill position players. And Daniels, uh, again, we expect to continue to improve. But, you know, you can't have Daniel become a runner. Okay, he just cannot be – Daniels can, Jay Daniels cannot be, just be a guy that, again, does one read, takes off, and runs. LSU's not beating anybody like that, not at least not anybody of quality. So let, let's hope, again, this offensive line, after all the shuffling we've seen over the last three weeks in the camp as well, that they've settled an offensive line. There's the ability to be able to give him some protection. Uh, John Emery's coming back. It'll be interesting to see, uh, again, how much he plays uh, because they're going to uh, have to set up a running game. And remember, this is a different Mississippi State team. Yes, it's the air raid. Yes, they're going to throw the ball. Will Rogers is going to throw the ball all over the field. But they can run the football as well. So, again, that's going to be a, a challenge for the, for the defensive line. Look, Mason Smith is gone. He's not coming back. But, again, this, even, even though, again, he was the most disruptive player on that line, uh, in a lot of cases you've got to believe that, uh, that they have enough depth that they can, they can, they can uh, withstand his loss. Hopefully so. I like the second level of the defense uh, for, for LSU, and I'm hopeful the third level of defense is going to be able to stand up against the Mississippi State air raid offense. And, of course, Tulane really stepping up in class when, when you're talking about going out to Kansas State. Uh, they're taking on a Big 12 line. 
That's going to be, the, again, in the trenches is where, really across the board, this whole weekend, it's about in the trenches. For the Saints, Tulane and LSU. Uh, can, can, they, can they dominate? Uh, can, can, they, can, they, um, can they hang? That's the question mark going forward. If all three can, all three can come out with a victory. If they're dominated up front, it's going to be very, very difficult, despite the fact that LSU has great skill position players. The Saints have great skill position players, and Tulane might have the best set of skill position players maybe in the history of the program. And I might, that might be a, lot of, a little bit hyperbole, but at least in my lifetime. Uh, you know, I've never seen, again, the depth and, and, and the, 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 the skill set that we've seen across the board when it comes to Tulane uh, skill position players. So big, big weekend for the home teams. And, of course, we're hopeful that, again, they'll, they'll be coming in 3-0 and and we'll be chatting about it on Monday. But let's chat about it now. We'll look back at what happened last weekend. We'll look forward to this weekend. Join me on the program, my lifelong friend, and a guy that, again, has his own podcast. If you didn't, haven't heard it yet, Fazano Football Podcast is back, uh, the latest edition. Uh, well, is now on uh, social media platforms. His social media platforms, my social media platforms. Uh, listen to it last night. Uh, he was on fire, and he's on fire today. Mike Vazan joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Eric, my brother, I'm always on fire, brother, on a Friday. Always Ready on fire on a Friday. Monday yes, through please. Thursday, not so much. Uh, not so much. I get my sleep <laughs> Monday through Thursday. But Friday, it's on, brother. There you go. On like Jiffy Popcorn. As we used to say in the old Yes, sir. But a lot of people today still don't know what Jiffy Popcorn is, but we did. <laughs> That's before microwave popcorn. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it, buddy. And it was fun watching that, that aluminum fall kind of kind of again and just, just grow and grow and grow and then burst. You knew it was popcorn that was, time. That was the fun part about it, yep. Yep, no doubt about it. Mike, before we get started, I thought it was an excellent podcast last night. Tell the folks about it. Oh, thank you. Fazano Football, it's on the Anchor Podcast platform, same as yours, uh, which can be heard across all platforms. And that, um, to me, if you have Spotify, it's good to listen to it on that because I, um, yep. Anchor lets you use some music that you can download onto the podcast in between segments. And it kind of breaks it up a little bit. And um, it's just a little snippet from some of my playlists that I, I got. I love Spotify. So, um some of the songs have a little particular meaning to what's going oh, on. Oh, I Some caught the meaning of quite a few songs last night, my friend. Well, thank you, my friend. I know you would get it. But uh, just check it out if you want. It's, it's, uh, it's a little bit longer this week. It, I promise it won't be that long but in the future. But I had a lot to say, and it's been a long time coming, my brother. No doubt. Well, let's get started. You have the floor, my friend. Saints win 27-26 against the Atlanta Falcons. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you that it was um, they didn't play uh, good enough ball to win for three quarters. Um, seemed like except for the, the the series they had with Taysom Hill and they scored the touchdown, everything else they tried, it, it looked as though they were unprepared and, and uh, Atlanta had been really, really honing in on uh, preparing for the Saints attack defensively and going after the Saints uh, on the offensive side of the ball, Atlanta, uh, from the Atlanta's uh, perspective, they must have, well, they had they had Marcus Mariota, who, like you said, is a carbon copy of Jalen Hurts. And um, they used that uh, read option to perfection in the first three quarters, and the Saints really didn't have an answer for it. Uh, you know, they got bailed out by missed field goal. They got bailed out. By I think a missed field goal, but they got bailed out by a couple of fumbles. 
which kept him in the game. And then um, the fourth quarter, Atlanta does what Atlanta does, what a lot of coaches do. They, With a big lead in the fourth quarter, they sit on it. They try to run out the clock, build the clock. They on, on offense, on defense, they play soft, everything underneath, make their opponent use clock. But what but what Atlanta does, which is uh, they do better than anybody else, is they blow fourth quarter leagues like I've never seen. And up 16 on a team as explosive as the Saints is not when you go conservative. Um, and I think that's what happened. The Saints switched to the tempo offense, but, I mean, they had to. And, and Atlanta switched to a – like a three or four man rush, they stopped blitz and they were dropped back in coverage and they gave openings to Landry and Michael Thomas and Chris Olave that I mean, it was like, Thank you. Uh, we'll take it. And so when the Saints cut it to eight, you can just see it on the Atlanta you can see the body language for the Falcons players. Here we go again. It was it was we're not gonna let it happen. That was probably what they were saying, but you know they were thinking, here we go again. And then when the Saints got the ball and were driving, and then they ultimately scored to cut it to two, I think everybody was like on the Atlanta side of the ball was thinking, that's it. You know, we did it again. And um, they got a reprieve with the worst call, with the worst two-point conversion play I've ever seen. Um I don't know where Pete Carmichael pulled that from, but that was the absolute worst two-point play I've ever seen, and I doubt you'll you'll see it again. And then, uh, of course, we know what happens after that. The Saints uh, uh, block the uh, – they get the ball back, and they block the uh, – they block the – they get the ball back. Will Lutz hits a 51-yarder, and then the Saints block the 63-yarder. So um, – I mean, I'm with you, Biggie. I was disappointed for three quarters. I was all ready to blast them for not being ready because I had been warning everybody who had listened that this is the type of team the Saints don't play well against. And uh, But they pulled it out in the fourth quarter, so I was happy as could be. And, look, uh, you, you said it on your podcast last night because it is true. Again, uh, look, it – you know, the only thing that matters in, in the NFL is winning. And, and I thought right. you eloquently put it on, on the podcast, the difference between college football and, and pro football. Expound on that. Well, I mean, listen, in the NFL, it's did you win or did you lose? We won. Good. Thank you. And it's pretty much it. It's not – there's no style points. Everything else, you, I said, it's window dressing. All I care about or all the NFL cares about is the final score. In college, depending on the level of – competition you played if you beat southern like if lsu comes back and beat southern like the saints come back and beat the falcons then we got a serious problem but if you beat but if you beat a team like alabama like that then hey man that's a that's a great game so it's just college because of who you play on week to week and it's and the difference in the level of competition even within the conference it's all about style points, and you know it's about subjectivity. People ranking teams a certain way, and then that's how they determine the playoffs. And the NFL, of course, everybody knows. I don't care what how you did it. Did you win? Did you win? Yes, I won. Okay. I don't care how it happened. I mean, you look at this. You look at the Bengals. They missed two overtime field goals. The Steelers are like, okay, we'll take it, and we'll take the win, and we'll we'll take the bus back to Pittsburgh. You know, and it happens all over the league, especially in the first game. 
when hardly anybody plays in the preseason anymore, Big E. It's like, man, and, and I don't know. I think teams are going to start getting back to that because it's so out of sync in that first game. And it's not like it prevents injuries. I mean, T.J. Watt goes out first half. Of the, of the He's out for the year. Didn't play the preseason. Says a peck. Dak Prescott, he's out for eight weeks, six to eight weeks. And it's on and on and on. So it's not like not playing in the preseason prevents injuries. But um, but for some reason they have it in their head. They just, they, don't just, they just don't want to take a chance. And they would rather be out of sync a couple of weeks to start the season to risk the injury, which I don't think it prevents in the first place. So Talk a little bit. Talk a little bit about the offense, especially, again, in the fourth quarter, how they turn it around. They got dominated up front for the first three quarters, both the offensive and defensive lines. But offensively, once Atlanta quit blitzing, and I don't want to say they went to prevent, but, again, they did start playing softer. Uh, Jameis Winston uh, seemed to be able to feel much more comfortable, and we saw, again, the, uh, the skill positions really step up uh, for this team. Oh, no doubt. I mean, in the first three quarters, Winston didn't have time. He was running for his life. And as soon as he got the ball, uh, he was he was being pressured. And I tweeted during that, that period of time, we need to start going to – Saints need to start going to three-step drops and get rid of the ball. And uh, I guess it wasn't long after that. I mean, not that they read my tweet, but, I mean, it was common sense. I mean, what they were doing was not, was not working. And once you got Winston – you give Winston time with his arm – and the Saints receivers, he's going to carve you up. Uh, free snap is what is not what Winston's forte is. I think I tweeted during the game, you know, Rita Blitz, Winston, it's only been, you've only been in the league seven years. It's time you start learning how to free snap read blitz. And it just didn't look like he saw any of them coming where we're looking at watching the TV and we're going, he's, linebacker's coming. He doesn't have him checked off. It was that bad. But uh, I think Atlanta, <laughs> I think Atlanta really helped them out with the deep, with the change in their defensive style. And on offense, uh, they went more ground. You know, they tried to get Cordero Patterson to to milk, you know, to milk clock. And the Saints were ready for that. Teams do that. They go to that fourth quarter offense, and if you're not with a comfortable lead. And to me, I mean, you just keep playing playing your game. But, but um, you know, teams go to that, and, 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 you know, opposing teams know, okay, they're not they're going to shut it down. So all we got to do is come up with a couple of stops, and we're right back in this thing. And that's exactly what happened Sunday. Before we talk a little bit about what's going on with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, let's get a call uh, online. Jack is in River Ridge. Hey, Jack, welcome to the show. How you doing, Jack? Hey, how you doing, guys? Doing hey, great, Jack. Thanks for the call. Hey, um, look, I think I think if Kamara plays the Saints win this week, but 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 y'all, you know, y'all were talking about Jameis. I think it said a lot in the press conference after the game when basically he said, "I was much better when I didn't have to worry about the game plan and I could just kind of, you know, yeah. school schoolyard it." Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that said a lot to me. Yeah, unfortunately, that doesn't bode well in my in my eyes. I mean, you can't get away with playing street ball every week. I not mean, the NFL. The NFL is not friendly to that kind of thing. And if you can't, you know, if you're thinking too much out there, which was probably what he was doing, 
in the first three quarters, then you're you're in trouble. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, he, he seemed to have, to have trouble recognizing the blitz, as did the offensive line. Which, which, again, led to him getting, what, sacked four times. Now, to his credit, he didn't throw an interception or fumble the ball. But, again, uh, you know, the sacks are drive killers in a lot of cases. I'd rather him take the sack than, 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 than turn the ball over. But um, he's got to be better this week. He's got to be yeah. He's got to be better. I know we've been spoiled by Breeze, but he's got to be better this week. Yeah. And, you know, hey, I, guys, I, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. No, go ahead, Jack. Oh, I was going to ask you, how concerned are you about – both, both sides on the line of scrimmage, both sides. Because, look, I, I realize everybody has said that nobody played the preseason, but you could say that a, a, about almost every team in the league. Yeah, I mean, some some do play their, their players during preseason, and I think Atlanta did play starters a little bit more than other teams because they, they you know, especially new coaches or maybe in their first or second year or maybe with a new quarterback, they want to get – reps and to me uh, i think they all should i mean it's so obvious that teams are out they're not themselves and you know i mentioned in my podcast i mean last year look at last year the saints beat the, the packers 35 7 and the and the teams kind of went opposite directions after that so the first week's not really a, a great gauge of how your team's going to be but it's important to get a win there because it's a win. And then, like I said, in the NFL, you just need to stack up your wins. Uh, I, look, I'll say this. Very concerned about how, how both lines got pushed around last week. Uh, it was unexpected against, again, an Atlanta team that is not as good as this Saints team on paper. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to withhold my judgment until this week. Uh, they are going up a very, very, against a very stout defensive line uh, with Hicks and Veda on the inside. Uh, you know Barrett on the outside, along with Golston, who can who can rush the passer. Uh, if 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 Kamara doesn't play, Devin White's going to be free to roam. Okay, so that means he's going to blitz more because he doesn't have to worry about matching up with Kamara. So that's something you have to watch. And then the other part of it is on the defensive side of the ball, they get pushed around up the middle, and that's something that didn't happen last year. They give up 200, 201 yards rushing and one hundred and twenty to Patterson. So, again, can they be stout? Can they tighten it up this week uh, against Fournette, who's been playing like a bull, okay? Uh, and, and, of course, give, uh, put pressure on Brady up the middle, which has been the recipe for success. I think we're going to find out a lot about this team this week. No more excuses about a slow start, all these other things. You're playing against a, a team that you've dominated in the regular season and a team that knows that and a team that, again, look, if you're going to win the division, you've got to beat this team. So, We'll see how, how it plays out. I'm not going to panic until we see what happens this weekend. But, and, and, guys, I just had one thing to say about Tulane. I agree with you about the skill players. I, I don't think I'm ready to put Tajay in front of Matt Forte, but, but, but right. the skill positions are really good. Um, the, the thing that concerns me is especially – I didn't notice it so much last week against Alcorn, but the first week against UMass – they're supposed to dominate that team on the line of scrimmage, and I didn't think they did. I just think their skill position plays were just too good for them. Um, I, I'm worried that they just get hammered this week. I, re, I really, I really think Kansas State just pushes them around. Uh, it, it, the defensive line and offensive well, lines are the key, Jack. Yeah. You know that. I mean, again, can they can they stand up uh, against a Big Twelve? Offensive and defensive lines. That's all. If they can, if they can hang, I think the skill positions can get them over the top. I think they're very right. good at the second and third levels of the defense. So, I mean, but the question is, can they, hand, can they handle it in the trenches? And, look, when I say I think they're the best 
uh, skill positions that I've seen in my lifetime. I mean, collectively. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. we could pick out players that that were that that again were individually great. But I'm talking about collectively all at once uh, on on this team. You know, and, and then the depth that they have right now at the wide receiver, tight end, running back, and quarterback positions. Oh no! You you saw Elliott had a big week for Tennessee last week, and and I certainly think Ty is going to be on an NFL roster. No, oh, they, no, they really no doubt. Oh, they got they, they got guys. They, they have guys at the skill positions, no doubt. Hey guys, one last thing before I get out. I never thought I would say this time, this time last year, but I can't wait for the Pelican season to start. Uh, I'm really <laughs> optimistic about what happens there. No, me too. Uh, again, what, 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 uh, 11 days until uh, training camp. I think uh, uh, media day is like 10 days away. So I'm looking forward to it, Jack. I'm going to tell you what, maybe it's the first time in the history of professional basketball, maybe since the Jazz were here, that people are going right. to start paying attention in October, okay, instead of in January. Uh, well, guys, y'all have a, good, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Mike, what's yeah. your thoughts about that? How about the Pelicans? Yeah, about the Pelicans, about maybe again, uh, yeah, the, the no, city I'm really excited. paying attention yeah. early. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait. I mean, um, it's just it's it reminds me of the year that they they took San Antonio to seven games, and uh, I guess it was a conference semifinal, and then the following season, I, I mean, it was the anticipation for that next season was was really kind of like I feel now because yeah. you know. Of course, back then you felt you felt like they were going to build on that. It didn't happen, but mm-hmm. but now you look like you're looking like you, they have something absolutely. I love the way they they've been progressing in the last, you know, toward the end of last season when they, uh, you know, they took uh, they took the, the number one seed to six games and, they, and yep. they battled. It was a it was a battle for every game in those six, and uh, I think they. They beat the Suns uh, for Dallas. I mean, once the Phoenix got to Dallas, it was done. They had nothing yeah. left in the tank. Yeah, no, no, he, they wore him out. I agree. You know, you know it, what's interesting is again when you when when you look at that year. Remember, Chandler hurt his foot, right? And it gave Shin an yeah. excuse at that point to try to ship him off, ship saying him the off, doctor yeah. said he would never play again. He went on to have another ten year career. Yeah. Uh, that break that one move, breaking up breaking up again the big three, uh, you know, put Paul on, 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 on a on a yeah. on a um on a route to uh, you know, get out and push his way out, and then shortly after that, what was it? It was it was David West. So again, the, the, yeah. it's, it really started. The foundation crumbled on that. Uh, and if just Shin would have had a little bit of money instead of being cash poor, maybe again the the, the history would have been rewritten there. But uh, one thing I worry well, about now is again money. Miss Benson has got the money, and she said yeah. she's willing to spend it. And if I remember right, Eric, I mean, if Shin would have allowed was it Swest, uh, the guy. Uh, yeah, Swest. Yeah, Galliano. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, if he would allow him to become an owner, a part owner, like he had with the the guy Woodruff or whatever. The yep, first it was. Guy, yes, that's who it was. Yep. Uh, he would have cash. You know, he would have been able to have some cash, but I don't know. Maybe he was. Just he wanted forward. control, though. He yeah, wanted full control. Yeah. See, here he was, cash poor. Wanted to bring in, um, wanted to bring in partners, but didn't want to let the partners have the control based on again the yeah. cash that they were putting up. Exactly, and you I know? mean you're right. I mean that, and I mean if I'm Chris Paul, I'm looking at that going. We did. I see. I can see what's happening here. Uh, but um, man, that was a great season. That was such yeah. a good season. They were a good, good, solid team. They were deep too. 
Yeah. My guy had Ali Cassell on yesterday, and he tells me that every that, that this team has been working out collectively, okay, all of these guys together, uh, all offseason long, in different cities, here at, here at, in New Orleans. So, again, you got guys that have been working on their game. Some of these guys have been playing overseas, right? Hernan Gomez, um, uh, the other center. Uh, and uh, But, uh, again, uh, these guys have been working out together for the most part. So, you got to be yeah. excited about um, uh, about what God, what, what know, may be on in store for us uh, with the Pels this season. Yeah, and I, I don't have access to Valley, so I'm ho- hopefully I can right. catch a few on ESPN and um, or TNT. You can always or, down. You, you got a fire stick, right? I don't have a fire stick. I just, well, you, you can always just, if you get one, you can always download the app. Well, I have Roku, so I mean, well I, then, yeah, you get, you should be able to download the app. Okay, all right, good. Yeah, you should I'll be able to download the app. And, and, of course, I was thinking of Valanchunas. Uh, again, the, 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 he's been playing out in Europe. Hey, we're, we're a little bit behind on the break, Mike. Let's get, let me grab the break because I want to come back. Let, let's jump into LSU and Tulane, get your thoughts there. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, look, uh, I've been talking about generators now for a while. Uh, you know, so far, and, uh, you know, knock it on wood here. Uh, I've got my, hair, my hands in a, pray, in a prayer motion here. Uh, uh, we've been spared, okay, in, ter- in terms of tropical events, uh, hurricanes. Uh, but, again, in, around these parts now, with the way the electric grid is, man, I'll tell you what, if you own a home, if you own a business, you've got to make sure that, again, you keep the power on. Uh, and just, I mean, everyday storms, uh, for, for no reason at all, the power can go out, just the way it is. Uh, at Burkhart, they made the investment in generators. Uh, there was a problem with the supply chain for a while where generators were very, very slow in coming forth. Uh, as soon as they, they got a chance to be able to go in and buy a bunch of generators, uh, they filled their warehouse full, full, full of them. So, again, when their customers want a generator, it's not, okay, wait until we can get some delivered. They have them in stock now. So if you're looking for a generator for your home or your business uh, and you want a company that you can rely on uh, before and after the sale, call Burkhart. Uh, Jason Burkhart will come out to your home, sit down with you, do a consultation. Same for your business. Find out what you're looking for in terms of generator. He may suggest things based on his knowledge, but he's going to let you make the decision. He's going to educate you on, on generators. One of the great things I've heard about Jason from, from again, our listeners that, have, that have, um, have gotten generators from Burkhart is he does not hard sell you. Okay. All he does is try to educate you on, on generators. And then, look, you make the decision. Once you do, single-day install. You can finance that over time with low monthly notes or put up all the cash up front. New install quality check after one month. And, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service. Uh, when it comes to, again, your generator going down, they're there for you. they got the parts in their warehouse in Mandeville, stocked, ready to go. And they make the whole process so easy. It's painless. Planning, permits, inspections. I mean, there are multiple inspections that, that again, that have to happen with these generators now. And, of course, you have to know where to place them. They're the experts at Burkhart. They have a gener- dedicated gener- generator team. That's all they do is install generators. Generator sales and service, you need to think Burkhart. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. 
This report is sponsored by Beau Rivage Resort and Casino. Check out the coast's first and only Buffalo Zone at Beau Rivage. Your favorite Buffalo slots in one dedicated room, like Buffalo Chief, Buffalo Gold, and more. It'll make you say Buffalo. The Buffalo Zone, only at Beau Rivage, where players go to Rome. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. Delays are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection with delays from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from Morrison to Downman and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and then again 10 westbound. Your delays are steady from Canal Boulevard to Veterans. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side, from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Look out for accidents Louisiana Avenue at South Saratoga and also Palmetto at South Carrollton. And keep in mind that the Danziger Bridge going westbound on Chef will be closed between Jordan Road and France Road due to repairs taking place. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 weekdays, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. 
Joining us on the program on the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza each and every Friday, 4 to 5, is um, Mike Fazan of the uh, Fazan on Football podcast and blog. His latest podcast is out uh, on his well, on his uh, social media platforms, also on my social media platforms as well. Uh, I thought it was a great show, 40 minutes uh, long, uh, and I encourage you to check it out at your leisure this weekend. Mike, uh, let's Thank talk LSU bro. first. There's they're stepping up in class this weekend uh, against Mississippi State. It's an SEC team. This air raid offense is a little different than what we've seen in the past because they can run the football now. But, again, look, I think the theme, as I've said all week long, is in the trenches. Can LSU handle Mississippi State's defensive line with, again, their young offensive line that's been shuffled around? And without Mason Smith on, on, on the field, uh, this, this vaunted LSU defensive line, uh, can they come to play and can they put pressure on Will Rogers and, again, slow down that, that, uh, that passing game of Mississippi State? I think that's what it comes down to. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think you're right, especially about LSU's offensive line, about the offensive front. I'm not as concerned about the defensive front because the way Mississippi State runs their offense, I mean, you just really, you know, you, a pass rush is, is like a bonus. I mean, you just really need to be a, to play assignment football and be able to, to, to do your job and, and tackle receivers tackle but it, it, the biggest thing is you need to get the guys on the ground on offense i'm worried i'm a little concerned about lsu's offensive line i'm not gonna lie i mean they got they got smoked against florida state and uh mississippi state always seems to have one or two studs on that defensive line i mean i couldn't tell you who they are right now but i mean you look at the nfl and you're gonna see i think the saints has the shy Tuttle of somebody was played played Mississippi State. I could be wrong about that, but um, um, maybe Tennessee. But anyway, I know the Saints had a guy from Mississippi State. I can't remember his name, but anyway, that's the thing you have to worry about: is how is the offensive line going to protect Jaden Daniels? And I know you mentioned John Emery earlier. LSU desperately needs a running back. They desperately need a threat from the running back position. They don't have that right now. The guys they have there are just pretty much camp bodies, uh, serviceable guys, you know, that'll do what they're told and do what they're supposed to be. But Emory's a game breaker. He can break the 80-yard run. And so uh, <clears throat> desperately needs impact from the running back, not just for the Mississippi State game, but for the whole conference. Um, I said in my podcast, and Eric, I told you, after the Florida State game, the LSU's Brian Kelly's two recruiting classes away from getting back to where the talent level was in 2019, and I mean, that's not even a guarantee. I mean, that's how bereft of talent they are right now. I mean, I don't know if fans really fully grasp it, or maybe I'm just, I maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't see the talent on LSU's football team that I'm used to seeing. And it's because of all the defections and everything that went that happened when Ogeron got fired. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, Mississippi State, I think LSU can beat them. I, I kind of half-heartedly picked them this week on my podcast, but uh, wouldn't you know, I think if LSU wins, it'd be an upset. I, I mean, I, I really do. I think we back to, you know, 2000 when Saban was laying the foundation. Right. 
And again, look, and I, I'm going to pick him this week, Mike. Game. But I'm, uh, but again, it, I think the, the the theme of the of of the whole weekend is, you know, how well these three teams play on their offensive defensive lines. Because I think if they if they if they dominate, they win. Because I think that all three have great skill position players that that again can can play with anybody in their particular leagues. Real step up, up in class for Tulane. Okay, um, but um, again, if they can if they can hold their own in the trenches, there's a shot there. And, and I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, that's football in, in a nutshell. But, I mean, right. especially this week when you're talking about the physicality of the three teams they're playing. Yeah, and, I mean, it, it's, it's, you're right. I mean, that's football. That's football 101. you got to win the trenches. But when you see uh, with your eyes the, uh, the evidence that's out there, um, You've seen the Tulane team that's done well, but against, you know, lesser opponents. And you see an LSU team that when they play the team equal to a more talent, they kind of, they got beat, dominated kind of early. And then um, the same with the Saints. I mean, uh, I was sitting there with my jaw wide open watching that first half of the Saints game, and I was thinking, what the hell? And I remember thinking to myself, you know, I was saying all week that the Saints – play like this against teams like this but I thought at some point they would get it <laughs> they would you know wake up to this but I was already to blast them uh this week on my podcast and today but they won so you can't you got to hold back a little bit since they won and I mean at the end of the day did you win or did you lose you won so you can't take that away from them they did what they had to do to hang in there and get the victory and you know, same with LSU. I mean, look at look. It, it, I can't. It's, it shouldn't be overstated that LSU should have got beat by Florida State by 14 points. And the fact that they hung in there and they hung in there and they got themselves together and they they lost by, by fluke. I mean, it says a lot about the, the mindset that Kelly's already instilled in them. And I mean, Tulane. I just want Tulane to continue. Don't I don't care. Tulane shouldn't care who they play. They should go up to Manhattan. Play that game. They got a good defense. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't get, allow less than a hundred yards to any team if you're not any good. I don't care who you're playing. And uh, Michael Pratt, one percent got no picks. Now, I don't care who you're playing. That's playing ball. That's that's doing it. So, right. Two lanes. You go to Manhattan, play that game, not get intimidated, and let the chips fall where they may. I mean, look, they they took Oklahoma to the very end last year. So it's not like they can't do it. You know, mm-hmm. so. I'm with you now. Again, I think it's going to be a tough task, but again, look, we've yeah, seen upsets happen before. Okay, absolutely. The one thing you like is you like the fact that they can put points on the board with their offense. Okay, yeah. they have the players to be able to do that. Uh, can they make it a shootout? The only way they're going to do that is to be able to pr- protect Pratt. You don't want to have Pratt again running for his life the entire game, where he becomes a runner. Same thing like Daniels. You don't want to make Daniels a guy where again he's again he becomes the running back. Uh, you know you can't win consistently like that. They got to get the wide receivers and the tight ends involved, and, and there's got to be somebody in that, in that in that running back room that can step up this week and and, and can, can be physical. Okay, if not again maybe an Embry. Who, uh, I don't know how many snaps he's going to get, like you said, but you know I mean you know can can he can he uh, make one of those big runs where again you know you, you know he he takes it from zero to twenty on you. Well, I mean he's the only one that can. I mean I haven't been impressed with with, with Nolan Kane, but I'm, I'm with uh. Is it Kane? Yeah. The, the no, it's Kane, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, the offensive line hasn't really 
opened up a lot of holes for him. I'm talking yeah. about against Florida State. I mean, you got to throw sure. away anything you did against yeah, Southern. Last you know, week was, I mean, for both. Right, it right. wasn't. It was just. Exactly. You know, it was a tune-up. Right, but um, Southern should have been the game they played before Florida State. And if Brian Kelly has his way, I don't think he'll ever allow that to happen again. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, you're right, Biggie. I mean, um, that. They need somebody, like I said, they need somebody that can at least be a threat in the running game. And I think yeah. I think Tulane, I think LSU would love to have Tulane's running back. I mean, oh, come on, I mean, come on, man, that guy, that guy could play. I mean, like you said, he'll yeah. be playing on Sundays next year. Well, Spears is a hell of a running back. I mean, there's no doubt about yeah. it for sure. Mike, um, um, uh, quickly, um, uh, Saints, Tampa. Who do you like? I like Saints because it's home. Now I was wrong. It's a noon kickoff. It's not a podcast. I thought it was a late. Yep. It was a late game, but mm-hmm. it's not. But I still think because it's Tampa, um, and like I said, my podcast. If I will have to pick the Saints until Tampa beats them, you know, with Tom Brady in the regular season, and they've shown that they have Tampa's number. It's kind of like when the Saints used to beat their heads against the wall whenever they played the Vikings. They could never beat them. Uh, back in you know in Morris day and um we'll see what happens sunday so i'm gonna pick the saints i got one minute left uh lsu and mississippi state i'm gonna take the tigers because i'm a i'm a homer <laughs> i mean i'm just gonna be honest <laughs> with you i'm right. taking lsu but it's gonna be an upset right Tulane, uh Tulane, uh kansas state I mean, come on, it'll be Kansas State, but I'm thinking Tulane's going to give them a better game than they're inspecting. I mean, Kansas State beat an SEC team, and it's Missouri, right. but still. I mean, Missouri beat yeah, They're on the cusp of the top 25 right now. If they win this week, they're in the top 25. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, so. they're, they're, their coach has done a hell of a job with, with that program. Oh, yeah, no, there's no, no doubt. doubt there's no doubt. I agree, and, uh, no doubt. So, Mike, uh, tell, the folks about the, tell the folks about the podcast and how they can follow you on social media. Oh, Fazano Football Podcast and Fazano Football Blog. Uh, I'm, I'm on Twitter at Michael Fazan. Thank you, my friend. Always appreciate your time. Always fun, my brother. Have a great week. There weekend. you go. There he goes. You too, bud. Uh, Mike Fazan, Fazano Football Podcast, Fazano Football Blog. All right. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. It's the William Grant family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. Don't forget about Burkhardt. Even over the weekend, if your AC breaks down, Burkhardt's there. And we're going to have a hot weekend, right? Uh, so even again with the cooler temperatures that we had, the guy's going to get hot. Uh, AC breaks down, you remember acpromise.com. Burkhardt has after-hours service. they got weekend service for you. They got one of their, one of their um, uh, employees will dispatch one of their trucks out to your home or business, and they'll get you up and running. Only doing the work is necessary. Never gouge you, never cheat you. It's Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. 
At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. When a nasty cold keeps you up all night. <laughs> Vicks NyQuil Severe gives you powerful relief from your worst cold and flu symptoms, which changes a night that sounds like this <coughs> into a night that sounds more like this. Ah, that's better. NyQuil Severe, the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Come on, toxic drinking water at Camp Lejeune? If you or someone you know were stationed on or around Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987, you were likely exposed to toxic drinking water. If you were diagnosed with cancer or another serious condition, you may be entitled to significant compensation. Serving those who have served us, that's the Dudley DeBosier difference. 444-4444. Stephen DeBosier, New Orleans. LA 22 Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the William Grant uh, Independent Family Distillers since 1887. Incredible spirits from the William Grant portfolio. Uh, get out there and enjoy a cocktail with William Grant. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll have um, Glenn Gilbo at 5.30. You and I in the first uh, 30 minutes of the, of the second hour. Don't go anywhere. Open 
Lane, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. It's a Friday afternoon in New Orleans. It's the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, iHeart Radio app, radio app. 
course, free download for your smartphone or tablet. Take the show with you anywhere. How about NashFM106.com, EricNash.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Also, we'd love you to join the conversation on, on our social media platforms. Uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, you know, I'm a very opinionated, opinionated individual. Uh, just as opinionated, if not even stronger, on social media. Uh, I don't expect everybody to agree with me, but I do put my opinions out there, and I love to converse with you. So, please. Uh, join the conversation on, on on our social media platforms. And join us tonight on uh, for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Renee Nato, CrestedySports.com. Gary Smith of The Wave Report and Noel.com did a fantastic job breaking down Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. Also, we talked about the Sun Belt. Uh, Gary came out with a great anecdote about the Sun Belt, if you heard it yesterday on our program, uh, how ESPN was really behind the scenes, uh, kind of, uh, again, pushing teams toward the Sun Belt. And now we see the Sun Belt make a dramatic rise, right? Uh, and, and, you know, three big upsets last week, uh, including, again, up in, uh, uh, was it, Georgia Southern and Nebraska. Um, uh, and F- Scott Frost gets fired. Uh, New Orleans' own Mickey Joseph is now the uh, the interim head coach there, a place where, again, he played football. He was just Remember, he was a assistant coach for LSU. Um, there was no way, again, I'm just being honest, no way Mickey Joseph was going to be head coach at LSU. But he's head coach at Alma Mater right now, even on interim basis. He does well. He's got a shot to, shot to stay. Uh, and, of course, that's a byproduct of what happened with the, with the Sun Belt, who have really come on and put together a pretty good league. Uh, and uh, I'm interested to see, again, how, how they play this out throughout the season. Uh, huge upset last week again with uh, with the uh, the Sun Belt Conference. All that was on uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Hope you get a chance to check us out tonight. Nine o'clock on Pelican, ten o'clock on LEE. Saturday morning at two a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at five p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Already on a social, already on our social media platforms. Already on the WLA TV YouTube page. It'll be on EricAsher.com uh, when the weekend ends. Uh, probably early Monday morning. That's when the news when our webmaster gets to it. Hey, don't forget, uh, so proud to have the William Grant as our, fr- as our Friday sponsor. Uh, just great spirits. I've talked about it before. Uh, being involved with Tales of the Cocktail since its inception and, and really up until really like, what, two years ago uh, when, uh, you know, when uh, really right before when the, when the, when the tournaments uh, passed it on to, to again, the, the next ownership group, uh, I got a chance to be around some of the greatest mixologists in the world. And uh, interviewed them, talked to them off the air, talked to them at the different parties and, and, and events. And, you know, again, when we discussed spirits, I can't tell you how many times it would come back to, again, the William Grant portfolio and, and again, how outstanding this portfolio is. And when I say hottest spirits on the market and ask your favorite mixologist about Henrik's Gin, Malaco, Tequila, Reka Vodka, please do. Because again, they're the ones that that have made these uh, the, these particular spirits as hot as they are, uh, and part of the reason why is again they they can be very very creative with them. It's not your your normal flavor profile for those particular spirits. It's a little bit different, and and of course different is good. Uh, Hendrix Neptunia Gin again, uh, it's only a, a limited edition. Uh, uh, gin in the super premium category only be out until March of 2023. Uh, they're our title sponsor on a Monday. I ask you to really go out and try it. Try it once. And, and I promise you, your liquor cabinet will have William Grant products in it. And if you're a scotch drinker, you have to already know. Okay, you're talking about award-winning scotches across the board. And I'm just talk, talking about, again, your, your base spirit. Okay, if you start going up, in, in again the aged uh, the aged spirits uh, again the, the different uh, aging and in, in, in different cast and the flavors that are derived from that oh my gosh uh, Glenfiddich Scotch whiskey 
the Balvini Scotch whiskey, Grant's blended Scotch whiskey. I mean, uh, a monkey shoulder single malt, fantastic scotches. I mean, again, uh, look, William Grant is a fifth-generation Scottish family distiller. That's where they made their bones. And then, of course, now Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, uh, second-largest-selling Irish whiskey in all the world with the Irish drink. Um, you love rum? Florida kind of Nicaraguan rum. And how about Sailor Jerry rum? Great spice rum. Uh, and, of course, if you buy it here in Louisiana, post those proceeds, uh, go to the God Foundation. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, of course, those proceeds go to the God Foundation. And, and I love the fact that George Loriana came up with this. You know, he's, he's got his family, is a, is a military family. Uh, and, and, of course, he, he, he loves our country and he loves yep. our military and he wanted to give back. Republic Beverage got on board. William Grant got on board. And every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, pours those proceeds, go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Now, look, retired military, active military members and their families uh, can, can get help. Living expenses, insurance premium, utility bills, rent, uh, mortgage payments, um, you name it, uh, including, again, necessary home repairs. Uh, the God Foundation is there for them. Uh, so, again, www.gotourtroops.org or reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. If you love bourbon, Fistful of Bourbon. Also, again, uh, Hudson Bourbon. That's the, that's the bourbon portfolio. Just a grand portfolio of spirits put out by my friends over at William Grant. Hey, let me give a shout-out real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, a, point of, point of personal contention here. Um, you know, I'm always looking for local uh, companies that I can deal with, right? And, and, I, and I think I've told the story on this, on this program in the past, especially after what happened last year with Ida. Okay, we got, look, we were, we were at my, my, my daughter's house for almost, what, three weeks, couldn't come back home. We came home. We came home to, like everybody else did, power had been out for, 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 for three weeks. You know, the freezers were, were full of rotten food, had to get rid of the freezer, the refrigerator. I mean, it was a mess, right, on top of, again, the, the damage we had. And, and then, of course, the year before, we stayed for the, for, for, for the, for the little hurricane in October that we had, right? Uh, and I swore to myself then that, you know what, I'm going to hurricane-proof my house. So what I've been doing over the last couple of years is putting money together and getting it, getting, it, getting it ready. And, of course, I've got Acadian shutters coming out and putting shutters on, on my hurricane shutters on my house. Burkhardt has come out and put a generator at my house. And, and what I'm doing also is, again, I'm changing from we have an all-electric house. So uh, I want to ha have a tankless water heater, again, so that I have endless hot water that's, that's gas. I want to have a gas stove because, again, I want to make sure we can cook if, if the power goes out. And, of course, we're during a, a tropical event. And also, again, I want a gas uh, outside of that, that gas water heater, a, ga a gas uh, dryer. So slowly but surely, we've been, we've been accumulating this. And I had the folks come in from all plumbing services today uh, to run my gas line for me. And I got to tell you right now, when they, when they say all plumbing services, uh, they mean it. <laughs> These guys were incredible. Uh, got here early this morning, uh, had the, the latest in equipment to be able to, again, run the line for me. Uh, again, they, 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 again, all business throughout the entire day, and uh, I highly recommend them. 985-809-1270, that's all plumbing services, fully licensed and insured. And when they say all plumbing services, they do it all. Joey Luparello is a, is a guy from Chalmette. Uh, again, he's built this company up now and, of course, uh, doing a great job, again, with, with plumbing services for, again, South Louisiana. Hey, you need plumbing services, all plumbing services. That's 985-809-1270. They did a great job for me today, and I'm looking forward to doing some business with them down the line here. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on with the, uh, the, what's going on with the weekend here um, with, with the big three. Um, and we talked a lot about it throughout the week. And, and look, I, I was not happy 
uh, about about you know how things went off went went down with the Saints on 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 Sunday. But again, look, I I listened to Mike's podcast last night, and in a lot of cases, Mike I thought was right. You know, again, a win is a win is a win in the NFL. I don't like the way it happened, okay, but a win is a win. This is a huge weekend for all the home teams. All three step up in class. You know, it's one of those litmus type uh, test weekends, right? If you you know you want to know about how good you are, this is a litmus test weekend uh, to prove how good these teams really are. Well, let's start with the Saints first. Again, look, coming off the what, the, the greatest fourth quarter comeback in team history uh, to defeat the lowly Falcons on opening day. Um, some, I guess you could say it was a bad day at the office for the first three quarters, right? But let me say this: this team had a lot to play for last week. Don't fool yourself. You know, again, it's week one, number one. You want to get off to a good start. It's Dennis Allen's first game as a head coach. Again, you want to win for your head coach, right? Especially taking over for Sean Payton. The rivalry, which, again, the players to a man acknowledge. Again, this is a real rivalry. And then, of course, after going 9-8 and eight last season and missing the playoffs, knowing how one game could affect you in terms of playoff standing. So they had a lot to play for last week. But instead... They looked confused. They showed lack of poise at times. They were dominating the trenches on both sides of the ball. Uh, you know, the, the receivers lacked separation. Sean told you about this week. Sean went back and looked at the film, and, I, and, and I, I did the same last night on what I could see, and it's true. First a couple quarters, they weren't getting separation, okay, uh, the pass catches. But then, of course, they rallied to the win. They're 1-0 in the standings. And as Mike said in his podcast, that's really all that counts. But let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a different animal, okay? They are a true contender uh, for, for the division and the conference championship. There is no doubt about it. Uh, and this is a week where the Saints have to really prove that last week was an anomaly, that it was a slow start, that it was the fact that, again, they didn't get a lot of practice, uh, a lot of real game reps uh, instead of, again, practice during, um, during the uh, OTAs, uh, mini camp, and, of course, training camp. But it starts up front. Look, the Bucks are vulnerable, okay, on the interior of the offensive line. Uh, across the board, the, again, center and, and, and guards, the, they're new there, okay? Uh, you've got a third-string tackle subbing in for Donovan Smith, who's their best tackle, uh, their left tackle. Uh, so the Saints, again, on paper, should be physically better than, than, the, than, the, uh, than the Buccaneers' offensive line. The defensive line got pushed around by the Falcons. But, again, they need to be able to prove that, again, they're the defensive line over the last few seasons. First, stopping the run which means, again, Fournette, who has been an absolute bull, okay, uh, stopping him and then putting pressure on Brady up the middle, which has been the formula for success. Look, the, the, the matchup on paper favors the Saints' defensive line. Uh, again, but they're going to have to really, uh, again, uh, continue to dominate uh, if ultimately, again, we're going to see this regular season dominance over the Bucks continue. Uh, and that, that's, that's key one. Defensive line has got to dominate the offensive line of the Bucks, And if they don't, that's a real red flag, especially after last week. Davis and Werner have to be active, okay? Uh, there's no doubt about it. In the secondary, we're going to find out again how, how much they miss uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson because this is the game in which he has shined, okay, especially against Tom Brady. He has excelled. Um, good. Godwin will not be there, but come on. Even though Evans and Jones didn't practice a lot this week, uh, they're going to be on the field. Perryman is a nice addition. Gage, we all know him from LSU. Uh, but then you have Noah Debo in the secondary, okay? It's going to hurt. That means Roby's going to match up with, with Jones. Lattimore's going to match up with Evans. And they got to lock them down. 
Justin Evans now with P.J. Williams is going to be a man of the nickel. We talked about it last week. and I mean, through this week, Evans, again, is the really kind of the better uh, in pass coverage. Williams is kind of is really better in, in run support, where, again, you kind of had that all package, that, that, that full package with Gardner-Johnson, except maybe he excelled more uh, at, at run support than maybe he did in coverage. Um, May and the Honey Badger at the safety position have to step up here. Okay? They have to create turnovers. And that's what, again, the defense has to do. Be able to rush the passer with four down linemen. Uh, at, at times, be, again, selective in the blitzes that we saw Dennis Allen do many, many times after they got um, um, Brady off balance. But, look, let, let's, not be, let, let's not be fooled here. If you have to blitz in order to get pressure on Brady, he's going to pick you apart. It's been the reason why the Saints have been so good. They've been able to rush him with four down linemen, and especially up the middle with their interior linemen. We didn't see that last week uh, against the Falcons. We have to see that this week. Look, on offense, the the O-line stunk last week against Atlanta, okay? Uh, This week, the challenge is enormous, especially with, again, Vita Vita and Akeem Hicks in the middle. I've been talking about them all week long this week. Okay, they are physical. They can stop the run. They can rush the passer from the interior, and they can wreak havoc and be disruptive. Uh, where's been the weak link for the Saints? At two guard, the two guard positions. With Ruiz, is still has not proven that he's an NFL guard. And Pete is really good against the run, but he's suspect against the pass. He just is. McCoy, in a lot of cases, is on an island. Okay, and then you're dealing with Hurst coming off an injury, and, of course, uh, uh, Ryan Ramshack, who's a shutdown right tackle. Uh, they've got to play. Uh, at an all-pro level this week, okay? Golston and Barrett rush from the outside. Uh, I talked about this with Mike earlier. If you, they don't have Kamara, that means Devin White is free to roam, okay? In the past, Devin White has matched up with Kamara because he has the speed. And well, let's face it, he's given Kamara everything he can handle. And then, of course, you got David, who's stout against the run. Look, I think those two guys, David and, and, and um, Devin White, are two of the best linebackers in the, in, in the league as a tandem. Uh, but the offensive line has to protect Winston. And Winston has to be able to pick up the blitz a little bit easier. He failed miserably against the Falcons. Uh, again, he's got to be able to pick it up. They have to make these pre-snap reads. I talked about it during the week, right? In the past, it was, it was Breeze who made the pre-snap reads. He set the offensive line. He let everybody know where the mic was, where the blitz was coming from. He knew, where, again, before the ball was snapped, where the hot read was and where he was going. Winston's not there yet. Okay, McCoy's making the line calls now. It's a different, is there, and of course, they were confused last week. Can't be confused this week, okay? Can't be confused this week. Uh, Ingram and Murray now are going are gonna to have to carry the rock for them. But again, they're both physical backs. That's not a bad thing. You lose, again, the dynamic playmaking ability of, of Kamara. But if you're going to go physical, again, which this offensive line I think is better when you're running right at you, uh, Ingram and Murray can, can handle that, Okay. Uh, uh, Murray's really good in pass protection, as is um, Ingram. We may see those guys uh, kept in uh, when it comes time to be able to throw the football. And look, Winston, again, has to be better at identifying the blitz, and he's got to be more accurate. I think the Bucks have a really good secondary, but let me tell you something right now. I'll say it again. Thomas, Landry, Olave, you throw Hardy in there with Johnson, Taysom. I mean, you're going to throw Troutman in there as well. Um, they should be able to win their individual battles. They didn't do it in the first three quarters against Atlanta, but they should be able to win the individual battles against a pretty darn good secondary. And I'm going to say this right now. Pete Carmichael, come on, man. He's got to get out from the, the, behind the shadow of, of, of Sean Payton. He's got to go up-tempo. Get back to shock and awe. Get back to what this team was in the beginning with Payton, with this offense. They had the dynamic playmakers. There's no reason why, again, you're not pushing the envelope against teams and making them adjust to you. You've got the players on the outside. 
Now, you're going to be missing Kamara. It's a big part. But, again, you can throw the football. And, look, I think special teams, it's a no-brainer. Lutz, Gilligan, Hardy, the coverage team's outstanding. I think it favors the Saints. Now, it comes down to this, right? Right? If last week was an anomaly in terms, again, the uncharacteristic bad clock management, those dumb penalties at the end, uh, Lattimore, uh, getting dominated at the line of scrimmage for the first three, three quarters, uh, then the Saints should continue their, their dominance of the Bucks. But if they start slow and they don't play hard for four quarters, uh, the Bucks could go home leading the division. Now, I'm picking the Saints because I believe that last week was a wake-up call. Hopefully it is. As far as the Tigers go, they're going to get tested this week, okay? It starts with the offensive line. Can they handle Mississippi State's defensive line and give Jaden Daniels time to go through his progressions so he's just not a runner first? Can they, can, can they establish a, a back that, again, can, can be a go-to guy in, in the running game? I mean, you don't want him to be um, – Daniels be a guy that's got to be your, your, your running back and your quarterback. He's got to be able to deliver the ball to, again, those, the, the, the wide receivers who I think, again, as a group are spectacular. Um, you know, but Daniels needs time to get them involved. On defense, look, it's a patchwork secondary. We knew that going into the season. They're going to be battle-tested this week. There's no doubt about it, okay? Air raid offense, uh, but also this is a little bit different now, okay? The defensive line and linebackers have to put pressure on Mississippi State because Will Rogers uh, can, can, can throw the football all over the field. And look, this time around, it's more than just, again, throwing the football. They got Johnson and Marks at running back. This version of the air raid offense has a ground attack. So, again, I'm not going to say they're going to be balanced, but you've got to watch out for the run. I think LSU's strength is up front. Uh, and, and I, but I, can, I think that for this to be able to work, uh, they're going to have to – the, the, uh, the front seven is going to have to be able to help the secondary. Um, to be able to, again, uh, control uh, this game. Now, look, Banks comes in. Seven Banks can be his first game. Uh, he's a guy that played well at Ohio State. Maybe he helps out of that defensive backfield. He makes his debut in purple and gold. But, again, it's going to come down to can, can the defensive line control the line of scrimmage? How are these linebackers going to be on the second level? And then can you match up against the wide receivers of Mississippi State? Look, I don't want it to come down to a field goal because I don't have any confidence in an LSU kicker right now. But I do like the Tigers at home if they can control the line of scrimmage. If not, it's going to be a long day on both sides of the football uh, for the Tigers if they don't. I've said it all week long about Tulane. And, 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 and I, look, the skill positions, okay, they got it. Uh, Spears is going to be playing on Sunday. Pratt uh, is, is, has really grown as a quarterback over the last three years. The wide receiver position is as deep as I've ever seen it. Tight end uh, with James and Wallace. I mean, outstanding. Okay, so they have the skill positions. He needs time to throw, okay? Can this Tulane offensive line handle a Big 12 line? And that's the big question mark. We do not know. Now, look, we, it comes down to this. How good can Tulane be in the trenches? Because they're very good at skill position players on offense. And I think on the second and third levels of defense, they're very good as well. But the bottom line is, can they have another physical performance like they did against Oklahoma last year? Because if you remember, they hung right with them. They hung right with them physically. And that was the big surprise about last year. Can they do that against Kansas State? And then there's got to be a little bit of a wrinkle here for, for Willie Fritz, in my opinion. You know, again, he's going to be outmanned in, uh, across, the, across the lines, in my opinion. So what do you do? What do your staff have up your sleeve uh, to maybe give you a little advantage against Kansas State? I think it's going to be a tough challenge for the Wave. I'm picking Kansas State, but hopefully Tulane can keep it close and, and pull the upset. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 
Uh, it is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by KFC. Presented by Kentucky Fried Chicken, $6 two-piece drum and thigh combo. For just 6 bucks, you get two pieces of juicy chicken, creamy mashed potatoes, a flaky biscuit, and a medium-ice cold drink. Order Kentucky Fried Chicken's new $6 two-piece combo now on the KFC app or at KFC.com. That's finger-looking good. Look out for an accident blocking the right lane on 10 eastbound at Airline. And your delays are going to be heavy 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power, and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Bonneville to Orleans, and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Elysian Fields to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from Morrison to Downman, and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from just before Carrollton to the airport. Also, in the meantime, delays are steady on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, delays are solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays stretch from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit. And look out for accidents airline at Eagle, also Crowder at Lake Forest, Gerard at South Rampart, also St. Claude near Music, also Chapatula's at Valence. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire. Family-owned and operated since 1972. Uh, of course, your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. First of all, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. I'm telling you right now. And they make it easy for you because you can go to southerntire.com, uh, go through their large selection of tires, choose your tires, and then, of course, uh, Southern will have them ready for you when you come in and, of course, to be able to mount those tires for you. Hey, the vehicle's not running well, and, and you're looking for a, a company you can trust to be able to keep your vehicle on the road. At Southern Tire, they have the latest diagnostics equipped the dealerships have without the dealership sticker shock prices. I'll go on the limb and say even more modern diagnostic equipment than the dealerships have for you. They can also repair your rims as well. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches, diagnostic equipment to get your deal, keep your car on the road. How do you go wrong? The Piazza family have been doing this since 1972. You do not stay in business in New Orleans this long unless you're taking care of your customers, especially in the automotive industry. Uh, why don't you head on over to Southern Tire? Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. We'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers, including the diagnostic page where maybe you can troubleshoot what's going on with your vehicle. Bring it on over to Southern Tire. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product this weekend. Hey, refilling that, that, that liquor cabinet. Maybe again, you're heading out to your favorite um, restaurant or bar. Demand a William Grant product. Uh, and, of course, uh, independent family distillers since 1887. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, uh, why don't you contact Burkhardt? You know, the, again, the new systems, again, are, are so much more energy efficient. You're going to save money uh, each and every month on your electric bill. And who doesn't need to save these days, well, again, with the cost of power, right? Also, again, at Burkhardt, ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Uh, and, of course, again, uh, authorize to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Uh, their crews are going to experts when it comes, again, installing your system, whether it's industrial, residential, or commercial. Uh, and, of course, uh, those dedicated crews, all, do, all they do is install air conditioning systems. Treating your home like their home, treating your business like their business. And then the service app, the sales impeccable. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. It is Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, a company I've trusted for three decades. You can as well. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. All right. Uh, it is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. About this time up in Baton Rouge, my good friend Glenn Gilbo is kicked back with a cigar in his yard. Nice breeze blowing by. He has a he has a, a libation of, cho- of his choice, and he's uh, he's chilling like a villain. How are you there, Mister uh, Glenn Gilbo, accomplished author, award winning journalist? You won out of two, Asher. I do have the cigar, but uh, but no libation yet because uh, I'm still working on a uh, feature uh, for the morning uh, rush there uh, game day on uh, the Sun Belt, the, the the greatest day in Sun Belt yeah. last Saturday. Doing a what I hope is a cool feature. That, that's long. Talk to Wright Waters, the, you know, who, who was there back in the 90s, um, the commissioner. But really, really interesting what, what the Sun Belt uh, did last week. So uh, hopefully people get to look at that tomorrow on uh, Outkick.com. Absolutely. Of course, uh, Glenn is writing for Outkick. And before we go any further, I want to come back to the Sun Belt in a moment. Please tell the folks about your book and how folks can get it. Uh, Skip Burtman, um, the, the – uh, Everything Matters in Baseball, 
the only way you can buy it in person will be a week from Tuesday night, Eric, uh, in Baton Rouge, 5 to 8 p.m. at Richard Lipsy's offices on uh, Exchequer Drive, which is right near the Advocates Building. If When you come in to Baton Rouge on the interstate, you can see it right there on the right. 5 to 8 p.m., the books will be on sale, and Skip will be there in person uh, selling uh, signing the autographs and selling the book. Beautiful. And they'll, you know, it's open to the public. Anybody can come. And uh, there's going to be some uh, appetizers and, and drinks uh, as long as that lasts. Right, I'm going to ask you about that before we get out of here today so you can, so you can uh, tell folks. You'll be putting that on social media as well? Yeah. Yeah, a week from Tuesday, oh. September 27th, oh. 5 to 8 p.m. Beautiful. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll continue to be able to hype that for you as well. You'll be there signing uh, we, along with Skip, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be a shorter line for me. <laughs> Come on. For you, Mr. Gilbo? I kind of doubt that. Come on now. Yes, big, big weekend for the Sun Belt. I mean, Marshall beats Notre Dame at, at South Bend. App State beats A&M at College Station. Georgia Southern beats Nebraska so bad that they fire Scott Frost. That means, again, former Shaw Eagle and New Orleanian. Uh, and, of course, a, uh, the former quarterback over at uh, Nebraska, uh, Mickey Joseph, has taken over as the interim head coach. And uh, it, it just... It's funny, I had Gary Smith on the TV show yesterday. He talked about how ESPN was instrumental in, again, the shift, the, the, the power shift uh, to the Sun Belt uh, with them raiding a lot of the Conference USA teams, which, again, has put them in the position now where they are, where, again, they've made this meteoric rise in terms, of, again, where they are as, as a football conference. You got it. I mean, the Sun Belt used to be kind of a joke for football. I mean, I was in Mobile in the 90s, and when people would talk about South Alabama getting football, you'd, you'd laugh at them. And, and, you know, they play UCLA tomorrow, and they'll, they'll probably have a decent chance. Um, but it, it's amazing how the Sun Belt really in recent years has done better than a lot of conferences making itself stronger. I mean, you know, they, they might be as good as the Pac-12 soon. Uh, and and you know they're they're better than the conference USA. They've uh, they've just really done well. And and what a what a great weekend on the football field. And and let me tell you that App State went over A and M. That that was no finesse, fortunate win. They just hammered A and M. Their offensive line just hammered Texas A and M. And they, they had an eighteen minute uh, eighteen play drive that lasted almost ten minutes in the fourth quarter. And. Uh, and Texas A&M only had eight possessions the whole game. It was unbelievable. It's crazy. Uh, and, and, of course, when, when you look at this now with, again, the new format coming for uh, the college playoff with, again, again, the six conference champions and six at large, again, it's prime for, for a team like the, Sun Belt, a conference like the Sun Belt to have their champion involved in this now. Yeah, and, and, to, make, and to make the field of 12, sure. Uh, it, you know, that, that's why it's so cool to have 12 teams because, um, you know, maybe a Sunbelt team, you know, won't win the national championship, but they can at least get in the mix of the 12 teams. It, you know, it's a little analogous to the, uh, to the NCAA tournament, making, making the 64 and advancing a little oh, yeah. bit. You can, just, you can get in there and, and, and who knows, you know. It's, so it's going to be really fun in a couple of years when that starts. I'm with you. Look, I've said it all along, Glenn. Anything that college football can do to emulate March Madness is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. And that, that really is what, it, what it's kind of emulating. You know, I like how they skipped from, from the 18 playoff. They just went from 4 to 12. You know, I thought that was pretty cool.
Yeah, I, I prefer 12. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't mind 16. I know a lot of people think that's that's uh, maybe, again, a little bit over the top. It's you know kind of watering it down. But like I said, all you need is one team to get hot, and you never know what can happen, right? And and any yeah. given Saturday, and and that's 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 the thought process behind there. Uh, I do want to ask you first about LSU stepping up in class against Mississippi State this week. Um, what are your thoughts again on, on the Tigers? And look, I've said all week long. I think it starts in the trenches. Can they hang with Mississippi State in the trenches? Because I think if they can there, they got a chance to beat them on Saturday. You know, Mississippi State is known for its passing game, and they're really good at it. Mike Leach is a genius. Will Rogers is, is a great quarterback for, for Mississippi State. But Mississippi State is, number, is, is in the top ten in the nation in, uh, in time of possession. You know, so, so they can run the ball a little bit, too. They, they keep the ball. They make it easier for their defense. Leach is in his third year. You know, he's, he's got a solid team, and they're a, they're a decent favorite over LSU, um, I mean, I think State's going to win, mainly because of their quarterback. But if LSU can win this game, and, I mean, it's going to be the home opener for Kelly, uh, Tiger Stadium's going to be rocking. I mean, that would be a significant win for Kelly. You know, this is not just some average Mississippi State team. That, that would be a, a, a real nice home opening win for Kelly. What, what do you think the keys to a, a Tiger victory are? What do they have to do? Well, their secondary's got to play – over their heads, um, you know, I don't, I don't, they don't have a lot of talent in the secondary as, as we're used to in the past, so they're going to have to really pel- play well to stop uh, Will Rogers. And, you know, their pass rush was not that good against Florida State, and, and that was supposed to be a strength of, of LSU, the defensive line. So they need to, they need to be much better on the pass rush, but, but they have a real quick passing game too. So that's going to be difficult. But, you know, LSU can, uh, if, if they can run the ball a little bit with, with tailbacks in addition to Jaden Daniels, who, by the way, Jaden Daniels is number one in the SEC in passing efficiency. He's 15th yeah. in the nation. So, uh, you know, they, they have they have enough to pull pull a uh, mild upset. Yeah, I'm, I'm look, if they can control the line of scrimmage, I think they win. Uh, because, again, that means that Daniel's going to have time to go through his progressions, which means the, uh, means the wide receiver is going to get involved. Uh, if, if they can control the line of scrimmage on defense, they can put some pressure on Rodgers. Uh, you know, again, maybe, maybe at that point that takes that, – you know, that, that extra count maybe helps the, the, the defensive backs be able to cover. I mean, I think it all happens. It all starts up front. If they, and we don't know yet. I mean, this offensive line is still kind of in flux. You, you know, they lost Mason Smith on the defensive line, but they should have enough talent uh, that they, they should still be able to be able to hang with SEC teams uh, when you talk about the defensive line. Yeah, and, and if they just play better than they did against Florida State as far as not doing real silly first game stuff, uh, and and just looking sharper from a from a coordinator and, and coaching perspective, you know they're they're going to have a chance. Well, I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Saints last week against Atlanta? What did you take away from that game? Well, I was surprised at how easily Atlanta ran the ball against um, you know a great defense that just hadn't had many uh, surrender have not surrendered that much running offense in years, uh, especially under Dennis Allen, you know, so that, that was surprising, but, um, you know, the defense stopped him when it, when it counted and, and the offense came back with what we, uh, we thought they could do, you know, with, with Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry, uh, you know, superior catch by Jarvis Landry at the end and, and Jameis played really well 
at the end as well, you know. So uh, I was impressed with that. But but you know they can play better, and and hopefully they can play better on defense uh, against Tampa Bay. Well, they have to. And, again, I think they have the advantage on the defensive line right now when you go first, the offensive line of, of, of Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, they've, they've had to change the interior of that line out. Smith's out this week. If he does play, he's playing with, again, a hyperextended elbow. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and they got to put pressure on Brady. You put pressure on Brady, they got a chance to be able to win this game. And then offensively, the offensive line's got to play better. They, but, but it's a challenge, man. I've been talking all week long about about uh, you know Vita Vega and uh, Veda and and also again Akeem Hicks up in the interior. Uh, the Saints' interior, the offensive line has been weak. Uh, with again, especially at the guard position, those guys got to step up because they they got two outstanding defensive tackles. Yeah, and and the Saints may not have Alvin Kamara. He's he's listed as questionable this afternoon with the rib injury from Sunday. Uh, you know he may he may there's a chance he could play, but you know I don't know how. If you'll be at, I don't think you will. Right, right, and um, you know, so that that's going to be one thing to deal with. But um, you know, I just boy Thomas, uh, Jarvis, and Olaf. Yeah. If, they, if they can all be on, man, that's 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 quite a uh, weaponry. I agree. I mean, again, across the board with the skill positions, if if um, Winston has time, uh, I think they can dominate. Now the question is on the secondary. You're matching up against Julio Jones and and, and also Evans. Godwin is out with an injury. Uh, Adebo's going to be out again, so that means Roby moves to the outside. Uh, they'll be splitting time with Evans and and Williams at the nickel position now. Uh, you know, again, can can uh, Lattimore and Roby lock down those those two outside receivers who are pretty damn good? Okay, when 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 they're when they're when they're healthy, and both guys seem to be healthy, even though they did not practice a lot this week. And we don't have Chauncey. Brady's not going to have to be worried about Chauncey, so you know we're, we're going to yeah. we're going to see that. We're going to see how, how that how that affects it. I agree, I agree. <laughs> exactly. Do you like him this weekend? Do you like the Saints at home, or I, I do you do. think you this know, is... Brady? Uh, Brady was was adequate uh, last week. You know he was he wasn't great. You know, and and uh, maybe they can get him a, a, a fifth time. I mean, the, the the it's the first home game. Um, I, I I like the Saints in this game for sure. Yeah, um, in the SEC, some some big games you'll be watching. Well, I'll, I'll be at the Mississippi State uh, LSU game, and, and before that, I'll be uh, uh, writing from the television on the Georgia South Carolina game. Uh, my partner Trey Wallace is going to be at the Auburn Penn State game, and then I uh, hope to watch the uh, some of the second half of Miami at A and M. That's uh, you know, I wrote this week that A and M could literally be one in five this year if, if if they lose to miami and they're uh well they're, they're actually favored which is strange uh they're favored by five but if they lose to miami they're one and two and they got arkansas coming up they got mississippi state and alabama you know so they could definitely be two and four and possibly one and five so they they really need to win this game against uh, miami and i just don't know if they have the offense to do it though they they did uh, decide late last night. The story broke that Max Johnson will right. start a quarterback over Haynes King. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimbo might have a little bit of a hot seat under him if, if they don't get it done here. Uh, again, with all the money that's being put up by boosters and IL, uh, that the, the big recruiting class that they bought this past year, uh, you know, they, when you look at what was expected of, of Jimbo coming into, into Texas A&M, maybe not again the, the, the quite the success that a lot of people thought he was going to have there. Uh, the bloom may be a little bit off the rose there if they if they they start to falter this season. 
Oh, yeah, this is the first time he's really that's in the conversation that, um, you know, he could be in trouble, if not sooner, a little later. And, uh, you know, Jimbo's everybody says, oh, he's got a huge buyout, which he does. But the, the reason he's got a huge buyout is because Texas A&M's got all kind of money. So if they can get him a buyout, they can buy out the buyout, too. <laughs> and there's a reason oh, yeah. they have, you know, the, the NILs are so expensive. They got the money. You know, nowadays, if you go, if you want to get rid of a coach, you can get rid of a coach. I mean, look, yep. look, look at um, Scott Frost. If, if Nebraska just lets him coach until October first, they save seven point five million on his buyout. But they got rid of him anyway. Just what's another seven point five million? And yeah. and you're not going to get a better coach because you fired Frost this week as opposed to next month. You know, so. That was that was strange. Um, I am but, glad uh, Mickey Joseph yeah. got a chance, though. I'm mean, like, he was sure, never well, going to be a head coach anyway. at LSU, right? Right. right. But, but he I mean, but he's got a shot if he wins at Nebraska to keep that job. Sure, especially if he beats Oklahoma this week, right. uh, and and he's got a he's got a long time. I mean, he's got like nine games to be the interim coach. That's about as many as Coach O had when he mm-hmm. almost got the USC job as the interim as the interim back in twelve or thirteen. So. Yeah, it's a good it's a good opportunity for for Mickey, but uh, you know the uh, the odds are against him right now unless he can really turn it around. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of shakes out, and 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 really again, how the power structure of the SEC is going to look in the next couple of weeks because there are a lot of people that believe again that they're kind of bunched up in term in terms of talent level this year. Yeah, well, I mean Alabama did not look very good last Saturday in, in Austin should have lost that game. I mean, if the DB makes the tackle on, on that blitz of Bryce Young, the, the game's over. They don't get into uh, field goal range, and they, they got a gift, no safety call. Um, and, uh, you know, they were they were really fortunate to get out of that with a win. Uh, it was similar to how they were lucky to beat Florida last year, and Florida ended up not being that good. Uh, Georgia still looks looks very good though. They I mean, they don't look like they lost uh, half a dozen guys to the, to the draft. They they look pretty good. Uh, and you know Tennessee's going to be a tough team for LSU and in Baton Rouge as well. Uh, so so yeah, I think uh, I think it's Georgia, and then um, maybe Alabama and Arkansas after that, and then there's a bunch of teams right below that. Yep, no doubt. Glenn, uh, um, what are you writing about uh, this week? Anything particular you'd like to be able to tell the audience about? And, of course, we want to we wanna also, again, let you let the folks know again about the book signing that's coming up as well. Well, I have quite a bit on Texas A&M this past week. Um, there's a column about it being panic station instead of college station, as, as Jimbo was thinking early in the week to change quarterbacks. And Max Johnson actually took snaps with the first team more than Haynes throughout the week. Jimbo's even considering not calling plays, which which was an amazing statement by him when he was asked the question. Because he's really been he's been calling plays since he was the quarterback coach at Auburn in the in the early nineties. Um, so a lot a lot on A and M, and then uh, uh, got a story on on the Saints injury update with with Alvin Kamara that's up there right now. And then yesterday I had a feature on on Jarvis Landry super catch and, and just how he and Jameis are already really, really clicking. And uh, then, then the, uh, the Sunbelt feature will be out in the morning. And one more time about the book signing. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, September 27th, a week from Tuesday, 5 to 8 p.m. at Richard Lipsy's offices, 7277 Exchequer Drive. It's, it's uh, right off of uh, 
I-10 as you're getting into into Baton Rouge. Um, and uh, Skip will be autographing books. And, and it's the only place you can buy the book in person uh, mm-hmm. for the time being, other than going to the uh, AcadianHouse.com website. Beautiful. Have a great weekend, my friend. Always appreciate your time on all of our programs. And um, as always, remember to follow uh, Glenn, LSU Beat Tweet on Twitter. Have a great weekend, bud. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Again, I always appreciate Glenn being with us. Hey, we got a great night right here on 106.1 FM as we do every single Friday night. You love high school football? You don't even move the dial, okay? It's the countdown to original tonight, 6 p.m. over at Francesca Bacchetti's. It's John Curtis night. That means Les East, Jude Young, they'll be there with a crowd from John Curtis. Uh, again, at 7 o'clock, it's the 28th year of the original. Uh, Ken Trahan and Roe Brown, you want to talk about two, again, legends in the business, right? Uh, with reporters of around with 44 games around the state, statewide scoreboard at CrestleySports.com, six hours of coverage that will wrap up with Friday Night Football with Ed Daniels and J.D. Curtis live on 106.1. One FM and also on WNOL Channel 38. So love high school football. No place to be but right here on 106.1. Again, for the best scoreboard in the country. And, of course, analysis from, again, some of the best we have. Les East, Jude Young, Will Brown, Ken Trahan, and a cast of, of, of hundreds that are out there. So keep it right here on 106.1 FM for, again, the, the countdown to the original and the original tonight in this 28th year of uh, giving you the best of high school football. All right, don't forget, again, our program today is brought to you by William Grant, Henrik's Gym, Milago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, Hottest Spirits on the Market. Get out there and, and Try them. Also, Henrik's Neptunia Gin. Again, a uh, limited edition uh, super premium gin only on the market until March of 2023. And then, of course, that all-star lineup of scotches. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey. Uh, also, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey. Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. You love scotch? we got the greatest scotches uh, around. Also, uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey with the Irish drink. Second largest selling Irish uh, whiskey in, uh, in, in the world. Uh, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey. Hudson Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, and, of course, Sailor Joe rum as well as florida kind of nicaraguan rum every bottle of sailor jerry rum purchased in louisiana a portion of those proceeds go to the god foundation www.gotourtruths.org taking care of active military members retired military members and their family again uh, all you gotta do is go to go to www.gotfoundation.org uh, i'm sorry www.gotourtroops.org or again give directly to the god foundation or buy a bottle of sailor jerry rum all part of the portfolio of william grant Enjoy the William Grant products at your favorite uh, restaurant, bar, or how about your, oh, at your home, filling up that, that uh, liquor cabinet uh, with William Grant products. Independent family is still since 1887. Hey, don't forget, it's the weekend. AC breaks down even on a hot weekend like this. Burkhardt's out there. Uh, again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. They have after-hour service for you as well. Only doing the work that's necessary. Nate certified technician, truly a company you can trust. It is Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Eric Asher about to wrap it up on this Friday. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppoly. 
Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Were you or your parents at or around Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987? If so, you need to hear this. It's been proven there was toxic drinking water. If you are diagnosed with cancer or another serious condition, it may be due to that exposure. Visit DudleyDebosier.com for details. Serving those who serve us. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. 444-4444. Stephen DeBosier, New Orleans. LA 22-13848. People are driving from all over to take advantage of Diamonds Direct's incredible finance offer. For a limited time, you can make any purchase and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Imagine that $4,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $68 a month. That $10,000 designer ring for just $168 a month. With this offer, you don't have to compromise. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Five years, zero interest. Start your forever with Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Get details at DiamondsDirect.com and approve credit. That's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Go Saints, LSU, Tulane, all the state schools. Hopefully, again, we're talking about some victories next week. I want to thank Rudy back at studio producing. I want to thank Mike Fazan and also Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the show. I want to thank you for listening, also supporting our sponsors. I want to thank our sponsors as well. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsor sponsor our program. And again, remember, reach for a William Grant product this weekend if you're going to be indulging in some libations. Coming up next, 
Again, it's high school football extraordinaire with a countdown to the original, the original right here on 106.1 FM. I'm Eric Asher. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Check us out at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock on Pelican Sports and WLAE. See you Monday straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catcher to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go.